0: Welcome to the College Commons Podcast, passionate perspectives from Judaism's leading thinkers, brought to you by the Hebrew Union College Jewish Institute of Religion, America's first Jewish institution of higher learning. My name is Joshua Holo, Dean of HUC's Jack H. Skirball Campus in Los Angeles, and your host. You're listening to a special episode recorded at Symposium 2 a conference held in Los Angeles at Stephen Wise Temple in November of 2018. Welcome to this episode of the College Commons Podcast. It's my great pleasure to introduce you to our guests, Natalie Marcus and Asaf Beiser, who are the co-creators and head writers of the acclaimed, historically-themed sketch show, The Jews Are Coming, winner of the Israeli Academy Award for Best Satire and Entertainment Show. Natalie is also the creator and head writer of the TV show, Crowded, that won the Best Kids Comedy Award in the Israeli Kids' Choice Awards. And Asaf is a writer in the acclaimed Fauda series, currently airing on Netflix. Natalie and Asaf, thank you for joining us. It's a pleasure to have you. you. Thanks. Great to be here. So I want to start with um, the scene behind the credits in The Jews Are Coming. I'd like you to describe it, and then we'll <laughs> talk about it. So one of you describe the the images, the, the visuals, o- the opening, the opening, scene. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, opening, yeah, opening
1: credits. Well, it's uh, a visual of all the items uh, preparing ahead for a circumcision um, uh, ceremony. Uh, Their hands of uh, a rabbi um, putting down all the kits that are supposed to uh, prepare, and in the end, you hear a baby crying and there's a spot of blood uh, next to the name the Jews are coming
2: I think it was maybe the 50th idea we had when we sat down to think about ideas for yeah. for the opening credits we even all, had all one the time
1: in, and we had a different one in already in the making right an animation animation one.
2: animation one we already had storyboard and things and all the time we felt like it's not it's not there yet it's not there yet and when we got to the idea of the of the breath suddenly we felt okay that's our show because there's something about it that says it's going to hurt. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. There's a threat. The, exactly. It's, it's what, and, a threat. and the
0: title, of course, The Jews Are Coming. Yeah. <laughs> the notion is that the swarm of Jews are coming. To... <laughs>
2: it's great. It's great. No, but, so, yeah. but as a viewer, it's not going to be It's not gonna be all laughs. It's right. going to hurt a little as well. Right, so right that's, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: yeah. And it's that's... also the only thing that we, for us as secular Jews, um, it's the only thing that actually we feel is co- in common with us and Abraham. I mean, this is the one thing that actually uh, goes throughout the ages. And we, me as a secular mom, just circumcised my son, even though I don't do almost any other uh, Jewish traditions. And it's the only thing that we have in common with the first, the father of the nation. And so it's another thing that we felt was a very part of this specific opening and why we should do it.
0: A lot of the humor in, uh, in The Jews Are Coming uh, picks up on Jewish sensitivities about being Jewish or things that we imagine might appear either absurd or, uh, or stupid or antiquated, both to ourselves. And I think, well, I live in diaspora, so it seems like there's also an implicit message about things that must surely look absolutely crazy to non-Jews as well. If that's true, what's the Israeli sensibility about other cultures viewing our absurdities that might be different from the diaspora sensibility of the same phenomenon?
2: Uh, we, when we write the Jews are coming, we always think about it as, um, as a. Um, um... Uh, inner thing it's a thing which is f- for us it's our thing right. inside we, humor yeah it's yes. an inside it's humor an inside. We, we never stop and think uh, how would it look like from the outside we know that once we would stop and think how how does it look from the outside we would, we would be in a problem so we just eliminate this a problem this, meaning you would be defensive instead of funny <coughs> yes it would be defensive uh, and the things that we do would be considered anti -Semite in some ways I don't know I, you know <laughs> we're, say, we're saying some horrible things about our own our own people and I think we can say that only because it's from the inside and the crowd is, is the, within, yeah, yeah, the yeah, audience yeah. that's that's one of the reasons we're not selling the show to, to anywhere I think and that's why because it's it's our own conversation in way the minute we'll start thinking about how would the how pe- other people would look at the, at the show we will be in a big problem. That's but, what I feel.
1: But I think in some ways we we are what we are. Yeah. This makes us part of the story. But as writers and satire writers, we try to look at things a little bit from the outside. That's why we get to this um, statements of look at this, isn't this ridiculous? And it is kind of an outsider point of view, but it's not an outsider who doesn't understand the customs because otherwise we will be mocking something. We're not mocking, we're when you do it from the inside and from your own identity which is Jewish and Israeli so you can we feel like we can we allow ourselves to look at it and say as kind of an outsider and ask when, when isn't this story kind of weird I mean don't you think that this is kind of absurd
0: so tell me a little bit about how American Jews react when they see is it the same as Israelis or is it uh can you can you sense a different um gut reaction that that depends i think um, the
2: jewish the american jewish community is so diverse by itself so i think it, it depends in, in many ways the more uh, uh the ones who are, are closer to the bible that really studied the bible more i think they love the show in a way that we're always amazed when they react we find the the, the connection so fast, and they they laugh sometimes the jokes that in Israel no one laughs at because they know sometimes the Bible better than uh-huh. yeah. than the secular uh, people in Israel, and that's great, great to see. It's the the more secular um, Jews here, I don't know, it's very much like in Israel, I think. They find, I don't see a very big difference, cultural difference in the way they they get the humor. Sometimes they don't get all the jokes because we have you know all, not all the jokes are biblical, right, not all the sketches. Referring to yeah, jokes. exactly. Yeah,
1: yeah. But, so. what, but what the Jewish, I mean, the more the people who know the Bible more to its depth, um, they, they can find, you know, when we write the sketches, we try to keep it in a kind of simple uh, way, simple language, because we do want to, we, we address all, you know, we're, we're doing entertainment, we're funny sure. people, we're doing mm-hmm. TV, after all, we're not here to teach anyone, we're not, I mean, we're, we love that people use us for teaching, but that's not our job. But we do because we do go in-depth reading the text and, and reading Midrashim. So we do have like more depth knowledge than what we want to, uh, the sketch should, um, you assume. know, portray. Yeah, assume. So, but sometimes because we do, we have like um, um, like dialogue that is uh, very similar to, our, to an actual, uh, you know, phrase or something from the Bible. And mm. this thing the secular Jews will never recognize and uh, people who are more into with knowledge with the with the text will laugh because they will because yeah. la- they will understand the reference right. Right. so that's like part that we know when someone laughs from a sentence that is not a joke but it's actually a reference to the actual text we know we're in a crowded nose, it's knows it's bible <laughs> okay. and
2: it, it's, in israel it's rare uh, to have people who really know the bible and yet have liberal views okay? I know it's it's right. it's right. Yeah.
0: The, that's the why the
2: religious divide is <laughs> exactly. star-
0: starker sharper yeah, uh,
2: that's why when we first got here for, for our first lecture in New York, when we first got to, to the lecture in New York, we looked at this audience that suddenly is more diverse uh, politically, as you can say, it was like finding, I don't know, finding a lost brother in a way, like, yeah. it really, it's okay, that, that's the crowd we we're talking about, someone... Who, who gets the Bible and who the Bible takes some part of their life and still have liberal views. I mean, it's something you don't meet in Israel. The you rarely liber- meet in
1: Israel. Liberal views and can, can accept empirical facts and can say that we have to adopt our faith as we go into modern times and this for us it's like it's like a match made in heaven these are uh, these are our, our people. people exactly
2: yeah okay but tolerant this yeah. kind of, of right, right, talking right. about
0: uh, the, the bible but i'm getting the sum total of the answer to my question is actually pretty uh, there's a lot of continuity across israel and american israeli and american jewry with respect to responding to your show by and large Today in America, we're talking a lot about the growing divide between Israeli Jews and American Jews. And this kind of um, connectedness, which is so much from the kishka, so much from the Mm -hmm. gut, seems to me to speak of something um, compelling and deep about our shared peoplehood and our shared experience. I don't know if that's too much to read into it, but humor, as you know, is Mm -hmm. is extremely... It's, It's humor and it's the fact that we grew up in, in
2: similar houses in a way because our humor brings you back to the things you 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 learned as a kid, the things you thought about when you studied those right. the things of, right. as a kid. I mean, we it, it, so, mo, many of our jokes are, are jokes that kids think about when they right, right, when the they questions speak. that they don't ask yeah. exactly right. exactly and our yeah. kids
0: go to Hebrew school they have the same questions exactly right? exactly
2: yeah. so, yeah. so, so the, the way that we it's not only the humor it's the way you you get back to your roots in a way to your childhood in a way right uh, that's that's something that that is in common between i guess Israeli Jews and, and American Jews
0: Before we return to the podcast we want to let you know about digital learning on the college commons platform Beyond this podcast, which is available to the public at large, check out the online courses at collegecommons.huc.edu for in-depth learning, digital syllabi, assignments, inspiration for teaching, and one of our most influential courses called Making Prayer Real. Subscribe with your synagogue for all this and more. Just click sign up at collegecommons.huc.edu. Oh, and one more thing. Help us out and rate us on iTunes. But whatever you do, do not give us five stars. Unless we deserve it. Now, back to our podcast. So, uh, Natalie, I'd like to ask you a specific question with respect to Crowded. Um, Were you inspired at all? Uh, by the Brady Bunch, because when I saw the opening credits oh. to, uh, I couldn't help but think of. The yeah, yeah,
1: it's uh, it's inspired by the Brady Bunch. There's also an American show called Step by Step. I don't know if you remember it. It was, uh, but it's more. It's like we, we when we pitched the show, it was. a uh, it's the Brady Brunch uh, in, uh, from hell.
0: Yeah, they are less genteel than the yeah, Brady exactly. Brunches. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's...
1: It's like more of a crazy Israeli family, uh, two families brought together, two uh, separated parents, divorced parents with their teenage kids, and they all live together in hell. Um, but uh, it's it's. I think that, you know, families, it's just such a... A um, relatable thing, you know. We're talking about the relatable thing about the Jews are coming, and we all came from Jewish houses, and we studied the Bible, and we all had the traditions at home. And before that, for being Jewish, we're all just families, and that's even a bigger, uh, a bigger catch. Than, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah, nice, nice.
0: It's a, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Asaf, I'd like to ask you about Fauda. Um sure. Here in the United States, as I'm sure you know, uh, one of the main uh, elements that people respond to is the capacity for the story to empathize with all of the parties. It plays, A, as narrative depth and character depth, and B, it plays as a kind of political comment about possibility. um, How does it play in Israel and how does it play amongst Israeli Jews versus Israeli Arabs? When we, when we wrote the show, I remember when I was writing the show, I
2: said, I don't know if it's going to be successful. I know that it's going to be important. And I felt that it's important exactly because of what you're saying, because the way we're humanizing the other side in a way, because uh, we're giving the, the Palestinian side their stories and their human stories. We're not telling the, the, the Palestinians' story in any way because I can't tell the the Palestinian side. You have to have a Palestinian writer to do that. But we are doing something that wasn't done before in Israeli film or theater, I think, really humanizing the story from from their side as well, giving their side, giving them death, as you say. I think that the Palestinian side is way more interesting. The stories themselves are way more interesting than the one that's in in Israeli side. I think that the, the characters, the Palestinian characters, and I'm talking about season one. I wrote season one only. So um, the characters, the Palestinian characters have way more depth than the Israeli ones. And I think that's, that's the, the importance of, of, of the show. There's one thing before I talk about the differences between the way the Jews, Israeli Jews got it and uh, Israeli Arabs got it. In the Israeli Jews audience, people got it in both ways they're always asking me, is it a left wing series or is it right wing? And there's a, a very big debate. I always ask them, what do you think? And left people who come from the left side of the map will always think that it's from the left. That the series itself is left-wing, and people from the right would think the opposite. Everyone saw it from their own perspective. Everyone chose to take whatever they want f- from the show. I, I'm not sure about how it was accepted with um, with Israeli Arabs. I know many of them loved it, and I know there were critics, crit- a lot of critics, because of what I said, because of it felt and it was. Uh, uh,
0: Appropriation, yeah, yeah. Like colonial, colonial, colonial. Yeah.
2: yeah, many, many felt that Palestinians, uh, especially, but Israeli Arabs, Israeli Palestinians, as well, uh, felt that we're taking, taking their own story and making it ours in, in some way, anyway. right. and they were right because that's the way it was. Um, uh, Shuvak. That it was marketed.
1: It, that's the way it was
2: marketed in a way, and when once you market it this way, so that's that's a bit of a Boxed problem. In, yeah. yeah. I can understand those of them felt uh, angry about that, but they loved the show. We had millions of, of views, not only in Israel, but in, in the occupied territories as well. Interesting. I know that, yeah.
0: So um, you guys get to tell us what season of whatever show or, or what episode of ever show, any show you really want people to see, any of the shows we've talked about, mm. that, that you feel mm. captures something special, that an American audience... Um,
1: First of all, we have a subtitled um, Best of Third Season of the Jews online on YouTube. Okay, great. So if you uh, look for The Jews Are Coming and uh, you see, like I think it's called the Best of Season 3 or something. It's like a whole episode uh, of our newest sketches, which is, I think, the best thing to send people to see. I'm
2: going time. with with the same recommendation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Just the, the Best of Season three. Although we have something like 30 sketches. For, um, Already more for, than that, I think. Maybe a little more than that were translated or subtitled. Yeah. Just watch all of them. You know, it's, <laughs> it's an hour of work for, for you.
0: Well, I want to thank you both for spending the time. It's been a real pleasure
2: to talk thank to you. Too. Uh, thank you. Well. Thank
1: you so much for inviting us.
0: We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the College Commons podcast, available wherever you listen to your podcasts or at the College Commons website, collegecommons.huc.edu, where you can also stay tuned for future episodes.